Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome, friends, to another r slash am I the jerk video. We've got a lot of hard-hitting questions here to answer, and our first one's from Campfire by Lake 77. Am I the jerk for returning the shoes I got for my husband after he accused me of stealing from him? I'm 29. My husband, 36, is the breadwinner of the family. I stay home with the kids who are preschool age. He pays for the mortgage, bills, household needs, food, kids' needs, etc. He has a set monthly budget for each category and handles getting everything done. Recently, he's become overwhelmed and told me to handle grocery shopping, but before he let me, he asked me to write down a list of all the stuff we need so he could calculate the total and also so he'd have an idea of how much I'll be spending when I take his credit card. I don't have an issue with that because this way we'd watch our spending habits. However, he said I'm never allowed to get something that isn't on the list unless I'm paying for it some other way. On Friday, I was doing some grocery shopping as usual and saw that the store had some nice shoes on sale. The price was insanely low for this brand, and so I decided to grab a pair for my husband, thinking he'd be happy with them since he needed new sneakers anyway. I bought them, and when I showed them to him, he flipped out on me saying I made a huge mistake by buying something that was not on the list. I agreed with him, but I thought that since the shoes were for him, then it'd be different. He said I screwed up and shouldn't have bought those sneakers without even telling him, but in my defense, I said the price was low. So it's not like I spent $100 on shoes, and also I saw this as a great deal, and wanted him to have those nice sneakers. He plainly said that what I did was considered stealing, since he never consented to have those sneakers purchased, and said that I'm irresponsible with money, and that's why I no longer have an income and my spending habits need a grib. I felt hurt by what he said. We argued about it for hours, and he avoided speaking to me the rest of the day. The next day, I went and returned the sneakers and took the money back. He got home in the evening and lost it when he found out I returned them. He said he couldn't believe how petty and childish I was to actually do this. I explained that I was just correcting my mistake. He tried to contact the store and was told the sneakers were already sold. He got even angrier with me, but I told him that he accused me of stealing from him when I was just trying to do a nice gesture for him. He yelled that I had a lot of nerve calling what I did a nice gesture while using his money to do it. I told him he had no right to yell at me after I corrected my mistake and gave back the money he accused me of stealing. He threw a fit, went out with his friends, and came home late at night still not talking to me. Did I mess up? Maybe I shouldn't have purchased them knowing they weren't on the list but I just wanted him to have those sneakers and thought I was doing a nice gesture. I'm gonna say OP's not the jerk here, and I'm gonna say there seems to be some really controlling behavior, like worrisome levels. Would you guys agree with me that there's too many red flags going on in this story? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is from Issues With Life 404. Am I the jerk for not letting the father of my daughter in her life? 
I'm 23-year-old female, the mother of a beautiful 8-year-old girl. If you want to do the math, I was 16 when I had her. When I told my ex, let's call him Jake, that I was pregnant, he dumped me and told me that he doesn't want to be a part of the baby's life. I told him that he made his choice and don't come back when you want to play daddy. I raised her as a single teen mom. Sure, it was hard, but she was worth it. Recently, I got engaged and my fiancé has been wonderful with my daughter. He goes to football games to watch her cheer and he plays or concerts. He's in the front row with the biggest smile. My fiancé asked me to adopt her as his own. I don't think I said yes fast enough and we prepare to ask my daughter to be adopted by him. Jake's back in town and asked me to see my daughter. He went on about how he made a mistake by leaving and now his chance to be a dad is nothing because he's infertile after an accident. I told Jake that he made his bed and he should sleep in it. He contacted my family and friends to get in touch with my daughter. Now my family's telling me that he should see her and how people change. I told them off and they said that they won't be at my daughter's birthday party unless Jake can see her. Am I the jerk? I think OP is definitely not the jerk in this situation. I think almost all of us can agree that the only reason the guy is back is because they're feeling some type of way considering they're infertile. Their actions say to me that otherwise, if that wasn't the case, they never would have had any interest at all. I don't blame OP for what they did, and I don't think they're a jerk for it. Our next story is from I Love M&M's 33. Am I the jerk for refusing to have my tattoo removed, even if it makes my future husband uncomfortable and insecure? I was a widow for three years before I met my fiancé, Julius. I lost my husband and four-year-old son on a boating accident. When I got back on my feet after losing them, I had their names tattooed on my chest. Nothing grand, just, just their names in cursive and two hearts. When I met Julius, I told him about my past, including my depression and how I had to move back to my parents and depended on them for years. He was very understanding, and after over a year of dating, he proposed. Yesterday, while I was getting out of the shower, Julius asked when I planned to have my tattoo removed. He said he knows someone who's really good and he could give us a discount. This was the first time he mentioned something like this to me, so I wasn't sure how to respond. I just told him I have no plans of having my tattoo removed. Later that day, during dinner, he asked me again, and I told him the same thing. He said, we're about to get married and it's time for me to move on. I told him I've already moved on. He said it's hardly moving on when I still have their names on my chest. That he can see every time we're intimate. He said it makes him uncomfortable and insecure of my love for him because it looks like I can't let go of my past. He's been giving me the cold shoulder since. I told my mom about what happened and she told me she understands how Julius feels. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk. This is far beyond one of those like a tattoo tramp stamp of a fling you had or something where there's really some kind of like ownership aspect to it, if you could say that, or like a weird loyalty kind of thing. What OP did was more of like a way to memorialize those people that they lost and a way of permanently connecting to them. I would argue whether or not this is really insecurity versus some self-imposed desire to have total ownership over their partner. Like seriously, how do you know the story behind that tattoo and feel threatened by that? Your partner's late husband and son's names tattooed on their chest? That's what's making you insecure? Our next story is from the Crazy 127. Am I the jerk for snapping at my husband after he told me to go make dinner at 2 in the morning? So my husband, 27, has been coming home late recently. 
I'm talking 2 to 3 a.m. kind of late. I don't know what he's doing out that late at night, but he says his evening shift tends to extend and he works extra hours. Anyways, I'm a new mother. I'm constantly exhausted and I only get a few hours to sleep. Normally when he's out late, I have my dinner and not put anything aside for him because he obviously eats at work like he said. On Thursday, I got woken up by him shaking me at 2.45 in the morning. I ask him what he wants and he tells me he's hungry and wants to eat. I tell him I didn't have dinner put aside for him thinking he'd already eaten at work. He loses it on me and asks, are you freaking crazy? Ate at work? He then demands I go make him dinner. Dinner at 2 in the morning. I snap at him and yell at him, asking what dinner at 2 in the morning. He then throws at me that he was working all day, then asks what I was doing all day. The baby gets woken up, which makes me madder. I start arguing with my husband, and he storms out of the room, saying I should make it up to him after I decided to not save dinner for him. Then goes on commenting about how much I eat and how much weight I'd put on lately. I refuse to make dinner, and he ends up going to sleep without eating anything. He goes into radio silent state after telling me he works hard for this family compared to me, and that the least I could do is have dinner ready for him whatever the time is. Am I the jerk for not getting up to make him dinner at 2 and snapping at him after he insisted? I think OP's definitely not the jerk, first of all as a new mother, things are tough enough as is. If they want some kind of arrangement where you make something if you're going to make something and like leave it to the side, you know, in the fridge or something, maybe you can arrange that. But clearly the husband is through and through the jerk here, let alone all of the other horrendous things this husband's doing. Out late at night, not sure what they're actually doing, commenting on your weight like that. I'm going to be honest, this guy sounds kind of awful. This next story is from LeatherAd2304. Am I the jerk for extracting my husband's sperm? This is such a difficult, uncomfortable story to tell, so please bear with me. About six weeks ago, my husband passed away in a car accident. I'm still processing and I'm just not okay. I'm trying, but my whole life changed in an instant and I feel like most of me died with him. Paramedics rushed him to the hospital from the scene, but at some point he experienced brain death. By the time I got to see him, he was hooked up to lots of machines to keep him alive, but they told me it was very unlikely he would ever wake up. I gave it 30 days to see if there was a change in his brain activity, but there never was. Before we unplugged him, I talked to the doctor about doing a sperm extraction. We're currently child-free. We're both unsure about children, but figured if we were going to have kids, it would be much later. Now that he's gone, I still don't know if I ever want kids, but if I do, I want them to be his. I love him. He's everything good in the world, and I can't stand that he's gone. I don't know if I'll ever use it, but I find comfort in knowing there is still a piece of him in the world, and potentially a way to carry his memory forward. His sister's a nurse, and she has to look through all of his chart stuff from the hospital. Without thinking about it, I pointed to a stack of papers on my kitchen table. To say she flipped when she saw the extraction paperwork would be an understatement. She lost her mind screaming at me about it. She said a lot, but this is what I remember. She called me selfish for trying to keep a piece of him for myself. I had no right to do this without talking to his family about it. I'm cruel for dragging his loss out by only maybe having his child. Their mom's been begging me to have children and I wouldn't do it and to do it like this is disgusting. And she said he would never have agreed to this. But he did. We're only in our late 20s and we've been together for 10 years. 
We did talk about this, and he agreed I should do it if I want to. We have wills drawn up, and it specifically states in there that he consents to it as long as I'm the one who requests it. As for not talking to the family, so much has happened. I don't feel like I've had the chance to tell them, but I'm not sure if I would've. I haven't had the chance to think. So I guess, is she right? Am I a huge jerk for doing this? I guess I never thought how it would make them feel. This is definitely one of the most unique stories I've heard on here in a long time. I would say that I think OP's not the jerk considering they've talked about this and they've agreed to it. And frankly, from a legal perspective, I think they do have the right to be able to make that medical decision. Don't quote me on that, I'm definitely not a lawyer. But overall, would you guys agree that OP's not the jerk for this? By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so that you never miss any of my daily videos. Every video has great stories, like this next one from Artistic Comment 20. Am I the jerk for not scheduling the new hire's vacation? I'm the manager of a small team at a large company. Each manager does their team's schedule. I hired Lacey last week. Lacey told me when she accepted the job that she already had non-refundable vacation plans at the end of May. I told her that I did the schedule and would try to accommodate her. I couldn't accommodate her at all. There's already another team member out. I put up the schedule and was very surprised at an email from Lacey regarding her vacation not being scheduled. I informed her that we didn't have the flexibility and that she was expected to work. When I went to my lunch break, I walked by Lacey's desk and was surprised to see it packed. She handed me her lanyard and told me she quit. She said that she wasn't losing out on $2,500 and that she already had an offer from one of the jobs she turned down that promised her vacation was safe. I'm now being called into my boss's office because she quit so fast. But in my experience, if you start a new job, you understand that you are last for vacation. My fiance says that I'm an idiot and she was telling me, not asking me. I'm gonna say OP is the jerk here. I think it's pretty clear when you're joining board on a new job and you say, hey, I can't make it, I'm going on vacation specifically these days. That means they're going to take those days off. Lacey said they had non-refundable vacation plans. That means them accepting the job is contingent on them still being able to go to that vacation. That doesn't give you the right to be like, hmm, actually, they're going to have to figure that out. They got a job to do. If you join a job with a contingency that you're going to have a vacation on specifically this week, and they immediately try to screw you over on that and make your life hard, I don't blame them for being the human personification of the Grandpa Simpson gif, where they walk in with their hat and suitcase, spin right around, take the hat back off the rack, and walk right out. Our next story is from BabyBlueSat42. Am I the jerk for letting my ex sign over his paternity rights before he knew the babies were his? I'm female, 42. My boyfriend, male, 57, of four years split recently. We met while we were both going through divorces and we got together about six months after mine was final. His was final before mine. We live in different towns, so we sometimes would go a couple of weeks between visits due to the distance, but it worked for us. He has four kids, male 37, female 35, male 14, and male 12, and has shared custody of the two youngest with his second ex-wife. I share two kids, male 18 and female 16, with my ex-husband. It just hasn't made sense for us to move closer due to having to fight with exes to change custody agreements. I found out eight months ago that I was pregnant. 
This was completely unexpected as he had a vasectomy after his last son was born. Neither of us had any intention to have more children and I was not prepared to be pregnant at 41. I didn't even find out until I was almost 5 months along because my periods have been odd for years due to a combination of weight loss, anemia, genetics and age. I went to see him and his reaction was, well he broke things off with me and had some very choice words to call me. He refused to believe anything other than I was seeing someone else and trying to pin this pregnancy on him. His ex-wife cheated on him often, which is why they split, so part of me understands his emotional reaction, but he spent the last 8 months ghosting me and has refused to even speak to me. The babies, twins male and female, were born 4 months ago. I don't need his financial help, but I decided to file for child support so he would do a paternity test. Once his friend said he took the test, but before we had the results, which I never needed, he was the only person I'd been with. I had him served with papers to sign over his parental rights and all financial responsibility as well. Unsurprisingly, he signed the papers without hesitation. We got the paternity test results back and now he's blowing up my phone and showing up at my house angry at me and saying I'm a jerk because I refuse to entertain the idea of getting back together or moving closer to him. He also says I tricked him into signing over his rights. I'm aware he may be able to fight me as it is recent. Some of my friends and family are telling me I'm a jerk for doing this to him, and others say they understand why I did. So dear Reddit, am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk. I think if this guy was the least bit possibly concerned, they wouldn't have just signed their rights over willy-nilly without knowing the results. Why not wait until you see the results first, if there's a possibility? But no, they were so dead set on having no responsibility there. No sense juggling the kids between yourself and a person that, right up until they found the absolute truth, was ready to absolutely dump those kids and run for the hills. This next story is from Throw A Quick Advice. Am I the jerk for refusing to let my stepson, 17, have a PowerPoint project display in honor of his deceased mom at my wedding? My fiancé, 42, and I, 36, are getting married before the end of the year, 2022. He has a son, 17, from his former marriage with his late wife, who passed away from cancer. I'd like to think that my stepson and I have a good relationship. However, he's the most sensitive and emotional kid I've ever met. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it does make it difficult for me to deal with him sometimes. He said he's already prepared a PowerPoint project in honor of his mom and is planning on playing or displaying it at the wedding. This was an instant no from me for many reasons. My fiancé said we should let him because he just wants to remember and honor his mom. I told him that this occasion, the wedding, has nothing to do with my stepson's mom, so I'm not sure why put a whole PowerPoint project there at the wedding about her. It takes away guests' attention and makes them confused. My fiancé said we have to respect his son's wishes and also said he'd pay for the screen and everything. We had a huge fight about it and I refused to even consider it. The whole thing is just a no-go. I even offered to have maybe a few pictures or a seat as an alternative, but my stepson isn't having it. Things have been pretty tense now. My stepson isn't talking to me. My fiancé just keeps trying to guilt me into saying yes, and it's all making me feel overwhelmed. 
Am I the jerk for refusing to make this happen? My fiance commented saying my refusal is an indication that I have an issue with my stepson's mom and that I'm being unfair to him since he spent so much time and effort to prepare this project that obviously means a lot to him. Side note, this isn't about my stepson's mom. I don't have any negative feelings towards her. In fact, I think that she was a fighter, battled cancer not once but twice. She played a huge role in what my fiancé has become now, and I'm so grateful for that. I mean, I feel bad for the stepson, but I agree with OP that there's really no reason for this PowerPoint there, and I think they're not the jerk. If this was like a family reunion or a memorial thing, sure, but it just seems kind of odd to have a PowerPoint presentation going on at somebody else's wedding. I think the compromises OP offered are more than fair. Our next story is from AITA Academic. Am I the jerk for suggesting my boyfriend wouldn't understand my work? I, 40s male, work in academia. My job requires a great deal of technical knowledge and it isn't particularly accessible to people without a certain level of education. That's just a fact. I'm currently dating someone, 20s male, who doesn't come from an academic background. He's very different from people I've dated in the past and from the majority of my friends. He's a wonderful person and a lot of fun to spend time with, but he's not particularly educated, so I tend not to discuss my work with him. I was having friends from work over for drinks and he asked if he could join us. I tried to politely suggest he might not enjoy it, but he still wanted to come. My friends were very friendly and accommodating, but ultimately he just couldn't understand a lot of the things we wanted to talk about. Several of my friends suggested we steer clear of work talk to be more inclusive, but to be perfectly honest, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to talk about the topics I found interesting. My boyfriend tried to ask questions and contribute to the conversation when he could, but overall he seemed lost and it made the evening uncomfortable. I admit I ended up getting slightly snappy when he asked questions and I told him there was no point in trying to explain because he wouldn't get it. I accept that I was too blunt, and I did apologize afterwards, but he's still being quiet and standoffish. He said I told him he was too stupid to understand my work, which is deliberately misrepresenting what I said. My friends who were there are divided. Several agree with me, but several think I was unnecessarily rude. One made a joke that I must struggle to apply for research funding if I can't even explain what I do to my own partner. I understand the point she was trying to make, but writing a lay summary is very different to explaining my work to someone who didn't even go to college. Was I the jerk? I think OP is the jerk because to me it just seems like they don't have patience for their own partner. Like clearly they're making an effort to try to understand and be a part of whatever it is that you're doing. The least you could do as a partner is make an effort to try to include them and make them you know, aware of what it is that you do. Your job title might have five of the biggest words I've never heard of before in it, and I'd still call you the jerk for refusing to even try to explain it to your partner, who clearly wants to know and wants to be a part of it. If there's a certain mindset I definitely hate, it's definitely the, I don't even need to bother trying to explain to it because you just wouldn't understand. To me, it just screams that they're both impatient and uncaring about just trying to have a connection with somebody showing interest. Our next story is from Passing by 11. Am I the jerk for refusing to punish my daughter for taking all the apples that my wife's folks brought from their home country? My wife Lisa has been sick for the past couple of weeks. Her folks came over to visit, they live in another country, 
and brought with them some gifts and a small bag of apples. I was in the backyard while Lisa was with her folks, and about 30 minutes I hear my daughter Alex, 16, shouting, Dad, Dad, from the kitchen. I head over to the kitchen and see Alex and Lisa fighting. I ask Lisa why she was yelling at Alex, and she tells me that Alex took all the apples my in-laws brought from home and shared them with her friends upstairs. I tell her Alex probably didn't know, but she tells me that she explicitly told Alex not to touch them. I ask Alex if that was true, and she tells me yes, but that she and her friends couldn't find anything else edible. Lisa goes over to the fridge and opens it, saying the fridge was literally full of snacks. And Alex did this just to spite her and basically steal from her. I tell Lisa to calm down and that I'd go get her some from the grocery store. Lisa replies that those apples are special because they're from her home country, and she needed them for her recovery. She goes on to tell me that Alex intended to do this, and so something needs to happen. A punishment should be issued. I tell Alex to go upstairs, and Lisa and I start arguing. I refuse to punish Alex because, even if what she did was intentional, she's a kid and it's typical behavior. Lisa starts ranting about how this scenario keeps happening, and I never take a stand. But I reply that she's just obsessed with having my daughter punished for some reason. She stops arguing now and stares at me. She then walks out and goes to stay with her folks until they'd left. Later, she avoids me and refuses to speak to me. I found this whole thing quite ridiculous because Alex is just a kid, and so she acts without thinking sometimes. But Lisa tends to get oversensitive and think everyone's out to get her or something. I'm genuinely confused by her insistence to turn this into a huge deal. So I think OP is the jerk. This was something clearly specially brought for Lisa, and they explicitly told their daughter not to take those apples, 16 years old by the way, that's plenty old enough to understand, and they went and did it anyways, the one thing they explicitly said not to do. So yeah, I think what Lisa said here was reasonable, and I think OP's unreasonable for trying to let this whole thing slide. This next story is from Hoshtgdzd. Am I the jerk? I ordered food from outside against my pregnant wife's wishes. My wife is 24 weeks pregnant. A few weeks ago, my boss said that we would be having a meeting with a foreign client yesterday to sign a deal. He said that this meeting would be a deciding factor whether the client would sign a contract with us or not. He said that it would be nice if I could host the client at my home. I tried explaining to him that my wife is pregnant and it would be very inconvenient for us to host. He then went on to say that I'd get a promotion if we managed to get this client. I obviously didn't want to let go of the opportunity because it would be a significant raise in pay which would help me and my wife become better financially, so I said yes. I came home and told my wife about it. She took it surprisingly well and said that she doesn't have a problem with them coming home. She then said that she wants to cook for them all. Now about 10 people would be coming and I felt like it would be too much work for her. I'm the cook at home because my wife doesn't cook that well. I obviously don't mind cooking all the time since I like to cook, plus she does other chores to make up for it. So because of those two reasons, I told her that it would be easier just to order food from outside. She outright refused and said that it's highly impolite to serve restaurant food to guests when we're hosting. I then offered to help her cook to minimize the kitchen blunders, but she refused to let me help her either. So I went ahead and ordered the food from a nice restaurant two days before the meeting without telling her. The day of the meeting when I came home, my wife was sitting in the living room crying her eyes out. 
When I asked her what happened, she said that the food got burnt and there was nothing to serve the guests. I consoled her and then told her that I've ordered food from outside and it'll be arriving soon. She got suspicious and asked me how I managed to make a bulk order so fast. I had no choice but to tell her the truth. She was royally pissed and has been ignoring me since then. My boss and the client liked the food a lot and we snagged the deal. My boss was super excited and told me that I'd be getting a 25% pay raise and that he talked to the higher ups about giving me a promotion. I don't know how to convince my wife since she's still angry and is refusing to talk to me. Am I the jerk? I'm gonna say OP's not the jerk. They were pretty insistent that they need to order the food so that everything goes well here. The fact of the matter is, the wife really had trouble facing the truth of the situation. So much so that they went and almost ruined it, but because OP had that foresight, they saved the whole thing. And despite the fact that the wife knew that it would be a total calamity and a total failure, if OP went along with what she was trying to accomplish, They were still royally pissed off when OP was right, did the right thing, and succeeded. And our final story of the day is by SadCoconut6423. Am I the jerk for bullying my mom into telling me where mother-in-law was? My husband hasn't been able to find his mom for about two months. Her social media is gone. He called her number, but she had blocked him a little while ago during a fight, and he was still blocked. This somewhat seemed in character, as the relationship hadn't been good for a while, but he was obviously concerned. Well, I finally found mother-in-law on my mom's Instagram. They're friends, not best friends, but fairly good friends, and my mom had previously said she didn't know what happened to mother-in-law. I confronted my mom, who admitted she knew where mother-in-law was. She said mother-in-law was fine, but wouldn't like her private information given out. I said my mom was being crazy and this is her son. I ended up yelling at my mom that if she didn't tell us, I would never be able to trust her again. My husband would never forgive her, so good luck having a relationship with her future grandkids or being involved in my milestones. She broke down crying and ended up giving us mother-in-law's address. We immediately jumped in the car and went to see mother-in-law. Mother-in-law was upset at first, but my husband cried, mother-in-law ended up crying, and she agreed to see a family counselor with us. Mother-in-law was annoyed with my mom, but still wants to be friends, but my mom is furious with me and says I bullied her. My dad's also mad and says my mom was a nervous wreck, and I overstepped. I don't think my behavior was great, but it was a desperate situation. I think it's pretty clear-cut that OP was the jerk. Mother-in-law or not, son or not, it's pretty clear that this mother-in-law said, don't talk to me, I don't want any contact with you, don't give my information out, and OP went and basically extorted their own mom, threats of cutting them off from not only their lives but their kids' lives and whatnot. I think it's just pretty obvious. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 